welcome. Welcome back to the floor. To the cutting, the cutting room, room floor. floor. Doesn't my wife look cute? She always looks cute, but she's very cute. pink. I'm very, I'm very fresh. Very, and very fresh. Very fresh and pink. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but uh, no, we're this is the cutting room floor where we talk about the clips that we couldn't use in some of our movies. So this is our kind of behind the scenes, special features type of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, if you uh, if you like what you see, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you don't like what you see, like and subscribe anyway, so you can make fun of it. Just like and subscribe anyway, because, you know, uh, we've got self-esteem issues. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of self-esteem issues and pink, Mm, did you know that when I was younger, I loved pink, Mm -hmm. and I had pink everything. I had the pink Walkman. I I didn't know you when you were younger, so. No. No. I had a a pink canopy bed. Remember canopy beds? Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I had a pink tape player. I had I had pink like everything. I had this pink dress. I was in this couple's wedding, um, and I was the the flower girl. And I had a pink dress, and I loved pink yeah. so much. I wore that dress until it was like dirty. Wow! I would climb trees in that yeah. dress. <laughs> and my brother Monroe you wore pants though when you were climbing trees, right? Well, my brother Monroe said if yeah. you're gonna climb trees in a dress, he yeah. said you need to wear shorts underneath your dress because nobody wants to see all that. <laughs> But at some point, because I like doing stereotypical boy things, mm-hmm. I, I got embarrassed of liking pink. Mm. So I got rid of all things pink, mm. right? And because I like riding motorcycles and um, I like racing cars. She's and, really good at it too. And I like, um, yeah, lots of things like that. And so I got rid of all things pink. I did a lot of red and black. Yeah. I went through this like rock and roll. I still like rock and roll, by the way. And then Metallica. Metallica. Um, I'm the Phil Collins fan. (laughs) I went through this strange phase of being embarrassed of liking pink. And at some point, um, I actually just like gave that to the Lord. And Mm -hmm. I love pink again. And I don't think I didn't actually stop loving pink. But look at this. I've got pink, like all kinds of stuff. This was my grandma's. It says, uh, mom is never wrong. I have, you know, my pink laptop. I've got, it's, there's pink all over. Yes, anyway. That's good. So. So we're talking about pink. We're talking about pink. Because we're uh, talking about. We are talking powerful about. Powerful femininity. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Kaylee McEnany is on our cutting room floor today. She is, I, I would say, the, the exemplification of a powerful feminine Mm -hmm. and she wears pink on the front cover of her book she rocks pink Uh uh-huh yep she rocks pink she rocks pretty much she does because that's what how we actually kept up with her press secretary interviews as we were like she was in the yellow dress and um (laughs) (laughs) she said this and you're like oh yeah yeah yellow dress she was in salmon yeah so the salmon outfit that was perfect so we had the privilege of filming her in her yeah, house awesome. with her husband, yeah. Sean, yep, baby Sean. Blake. Yeah, let's pull up the, the clips. Real, uh, not the clips, but the, the, pictures? Uh, the pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh there's that's yeah, me. That's, that's uh, the ham and the cheese moment there. Is, oh, oh, there, there you are. Is. Yeah, that's, she's just awesome. Look at uh, that. There's a baby. Baby that's Blake. Baby Blake, baby Blake is uh, going to be a big sister. I know. Look at that, that's Sean. Awesome. Look at that. That's awesome. Oh, look at those. I love yeah. it. Yeah. What, a, what an honor and a privilege. And there's her dad. Her dad. And it was just See, such a sweet moment with her dad. Uh, we actually captured a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk film. about that. It's actually in the movie. You can mm-hmm. see that little clip there with her dad where he gave her a 
Awesome mooch and you yeah. know, just so proud of her. And yeah, here so here awesome. used to seeing her behind the yeah. pulpit being the boss. And, and, her, and then she got in her dad's and arms and she was just like mm, and, and her and I, her and her, her mom and dad really reminded me of our mom and dads. Oh for you know sure. I mean? Like yeah. just this like down home, you know, like hard. Well her dad was a builder. Blue collar. And her mom was a teacher you know. and then her mom became a stay at home yep. mom. Yep, just proud you to know. be grandparents, you know. Yeah. It was awesome. They help out with yeah. baby Blake so. all the time. They live down the road. Yep. It was awesome. But before we get to the clips, we just want to go ahead and sponsor uh, to mention to today's sponsor, sponsor you. today. So yeah, we want to sponsor <laughs> you. But uh so Go to SpiroGold.com to get a free guide and then a consultation from Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team. Mm -hmm. uh, they are absolute dynamite. Uh, just a lot of really great, like kind of like a bridge over troubled waters right now. Right. Because there's so much troubled waters economically. This is how you can take control of your own financial freedoms. Go to SpiroGold.com for a free guide. And they can also watch our show, Spironomics. Oh, yeah, and Spironomics. On Thursdays. Yeah, we had Spironomics on Thursdays, every Thursday. Yeah. Our first episode was just this past Thursday. You can watch it now. Uh, you can find out who Clodius is. Clodius. I didn't know who Clodius was. Yeah. And uh, so that was awesome. Got to kind of learn something. I love that. And that's one mm -hmm. of the things that we want to do with our shows with Dr. Kirk Elliott is not just talk about what's happening right now, right? Which is very important, but right. also where has money been? Like, mm -hmm. right. What, what's the history of money and how do we need to look at money? And what, what, what happens if we get into a, like a hard, when we get into a hard currency, which I believe it's inevitable, mm -hmm. we'll get into a hard currency. How is that going to affect, you know, the way that we approach money, business, things right. like that? Because we've just never been in that environment before. So anyway, we're really excited about that show. Yeah. And I uh, want to let you guys know about it here. But Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee was awesome. Kaylee was uh, a fun, a fun uh, uh, interview. Uh, we really worked really hard uh, to, to get that interview. I think it yeah. took us about eight weeks. Well, it took a lot because she was working weeks. at the White House. Yep. We had to make sure we jumped through all the yep. hoops and filled out all the right paperwork yep. and everything at the time. And so yeah, because because Kaylee could not look like she was um, campaigning for the president because she was actually working in the White House. So there was right. that whole Hatch Act thing. Yeah. And so we had to be process. very careful about that. It was, it was very pro it was Yeah. And then we had to have final approval on everything yep. Yep. before we actually put it in the film. Yep. But anyway... We actually want to start with the one. We're going to show you three clips. Yep. And we're going to show you clip number one right now. All right. And then we'll talk about it yeah. after. I loved politics from kindergarten on. It was just something that was innate. Um, I remember being on the playground in uh, it was kindergarten or first grade, whenever the 1994 election was, and telling everyone <laughs> why they needed to vote for Bob Dole over Bill Clinton. And I didn't speak to my brother for about a... I didn't speak to my younger brother for about a week after he told me he uh, he voted for Bill Clinton because he liked the sound of his name better. And so from then on, I just, I love politics and it's just been innate in me. Yeah, so um, I, going back to high school, did the debate team um, and loved politics then and then wanted to go to Georgetown School of Foreign Service. It's the only school I was interested in going to because it would allow me to be in the heart of D.C. and to intern and to pursue my passions. And um, I did just that in college, interned for um, Congressman Adam Putnam, 
um, on the Hill. Um, I interned in the White House, actually, um, for President George W. Bush, and I was in the Office of Media Affairs. And I remember distinctly the day I got to go to a White House press briefing, and I got to watch Dana Perino do a briefing. And I was standing off to the corner, and I remember looking at Carl Cameron, who was the Fox correspondent, asking her questions. And it's just amazing. I would have never guessed that, I don't know, 10 years later or so, that I would be the one behind the podium. You know, you you started loving politics really early as I did. well. I did. That's kind of odd. So, how old were you when you decided? Oh gosh, politics are something I'm about going to be Blake's involved. Age, you know? No, <laughs> 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 no. But uh, no, uh, I was about six years old. Mm-hmm. I remember distinctly sitting on the kind of moss green carpet of <laughs> not because it was gross but because it was just the color was that was the you know, a thing at the time mm-hmm. of my uh, grandparents house mm-hmm. in las vegas and we were watching the the numbers roll in for reagan and uh, i watched him just shellac mondale right. uh, and i remember i remember very distinctly uh always remembering seeing that one blue minnesota and uh <laughs> yep that was that was it and then, so at that point and it was interesting because that's, I think that was the, or no, two years. Was it? No, that was 84. Yeah, it was 84. That was the year that I actually uh, fell in love with Joe Montana too, because he, was, <laughs> he won the Super Bowl yeah. too. So <laughs> I don't know. There's some formative things that happened when I was six years old, but. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, Isn't that crazy yeah. how something like that just yeah. sticks with you and you're like, this is yeah. my thing. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's fascinating to find out that, that Kaylee, you know, found out what she wanted to do at such a young age mm-hmm. and then she pursued it. And then even today, like when you ask her what she likes to do. Yeah. She, she enjoys, you said, Kaylee, what do you do in your downtime? She says, well, I have a glass of wine and I watch Hannity, <laughs> you know, that, that's her relaxation downtime. <laughs> yeah. And so. so anyway, but it was fun because it was fun. In the, it, so just to kind of give you guys a little bit of, um, you know, backstory as to why, um, we had, uh, what you see in Laura, Laura's interview, um, in one of the interviews, cause we haven't used mm. the, the, uh, the one that we used, we didn't have the kids weren't in there, but I'm um, in some of the interviews, uh, with Laura, Mercedes, um, and Kaylee, uh, we wanted to have, um, their, the, kids. their kids in there because they're moms and they're powerful moms. And That's who they women, are. And it's who they are. And also because, you know, I really wanted them to feel just kind of authentic and real. And, mm-hmm. and, um, there's really no more authentic place than when a woman is with her children. And so, um, so it was really, really cool to, to experience that. And also I wanted to make it hard for us to cut around yeah, because, because I wanted to, I wanted to find those moments where we had to kind of just let them talk mm-hmm. and not be accused of crafting something together, you know, with clever editing. So, um, but yeah, so you can, um, so you can watch some more of Kaylee in uh, the Trump I know, which mm-hmm. is uh, right here. This is actually signed by Eric Trump, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, and uh, you can see that he's, on, he's huh? the only person that can write on President Trump's face. Right. Though. Yeah, literally he, the only Eric. person that could write on President Trump's yeah. face is his son. But uh, you can go to Trump on Epic or Epoch. Epoch. Trump on Epoch.com. I'm going to start saying Epoch just because it's probably better for those that are just listening to us. Oh. Uh, on, uh, on podcasts. Yeah. So on audio. So Trump on epoch.com. That's E P O C H.com. But let's go ahead and watch another clip here. Okay. All right. I brought her all with me um, on the campaign trail in my former role. She's been to New Hampshire and Iowa and South Carolina and 
New Jersey and all around the country. And um, the Trump family has been nothing but supportive. Um, when we when there was a plane chartered with a bunch of surrogates, she was on there, and Don Jr. was holding her, walking down the aisle, and Laura, and um, they've just the family has been nothing but supportive. And then when I went to take my current role, the president I, has been nothing but su- supportive. His very first phone call to me um, when he's when I was officially getting the job, um, his first question was, "Is your family okay with this? You know, your husband's good, your baby's going to be okay. You know, I want to make sure that they're all set." So. Um, just seeing this family and the way that they work and operate and this president, it's um, they they empower working moms. She's been to the White House several times in mm-hmm. my office. She met the president at the space shuttle launch um, yep. and is great with her. And, you know, just it's basically living it out, realizing that, you know, they'll they empower working moms and um, love having little kids around. So, <laughs> dude, that's the best. Oh, oh, I wish we could have put that in the documentary because it's so awesome to watch Sean just like pull out this pacifier. He's like just just his ultra dad, you know, just like here you go. That was awesome. Oh my gosh. I think that was also the amazing part about being in their home. Yeah. Is they were both comfortable and uncomfortable because they're in their element you know he's a pro baseball player and this is their house with their child and he's used to you know being the dad when kaylee's at work and all that kind of stuff and then they're both uncomfortable because they're like we're doing an interview and we have a crying baby and we got things (laughs) and oh what do we do and it's funny because, you know, we've got eight kids between us. They were, us. like, apologetic and stuff. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're fine. We're getting this eight is, kids. Yeah, we're so this good. normal. And so um, it was awesome it's to like see. like an eighth of what we, yeah. <laughs> what we deal with. No problem. Whatever. No problem. And so the, I think that um, watching their dynamics as parents was, mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, and as a couple, too. You know, yeah. they're just so, they're so sweet. And you can just tell they've been together for a while. And, you know, they have their little cues and stuff. They do. And, you but know, what, and, I, and what I what I love actually yeah, what, go no, ahead. Go, no no you say what you love yeah, oh. go ahead. what I love is that the, as she's talking in this interview is the Trump family actually yes. values family yes and that has shown time and time yeah. again in everything that they do and here you know President Trump put in pro life policies mm-hmm. uh, we were at Eric and Laura's house and Laura is hopping up and down for interviews for yeah. Fox Live and all that kind of stuff she's feeding her kids in between. And this isn't a show she's putting on for us because mm-hmm. it's just happening so natural yeah. and so organically. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, I have to go on my walk and I'm going to take the kids with me. And she's got Luke out there and the dogs and everything. And, um, you know, this is really showing the difference between the Biden administration, which right now is, you know, trying to do all of these ex- executive orders because of the Roe v. Wade things and all that kind of stuff. And the policies that people are putting in place is stuff that we need to pay attention to. What do you actually value? And is that showing up in how you're voting and everything? Mm-hmm. So it is really awesome to see that um, even even Kaylee is like, you know, he's pro-family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pro-family. Like, And it just seems like everybody that we talk to um, in, in the documentary, I mean, it's like whether it be the Schlapps hanging out with them in their... Yeah. In their uh, five, five kids. Five they kids. almost caught up to us. Yeah, Five hanging, girls. hanging out with them in their in their kitchen. Yeah, uh, which I wish we had filmed because more of because it was really funny. Oh, my Matt goodness. is so funny. But yeah. everybody uh, just always talks about how the Trumps are just super uber normal, mm-hmm. you know. And when you read the books and when you read and you get around the family, you know, it's like 
it, it, Trump just grew up like a steak and potatoes kind of guy. You know what I mean? He was yeah. just very normal and, you know, built this empire, but he raised his kids to not be entitled. And mm-hmm. as you can, you know, like Don Jr. Just walking around with the baby, you know what I mean? Hanging out, you know, it's like, and, and they're just so supportive of everybody that's supportive of them. Don Jr. So, also has a bunch of kids. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, but that, that, that was just <laughs> it, it, some of our, but I, I, the pacifier thing that just gets me. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, cause that's the kind of dad that you are too. Well, yeah. Takes one million, you I probably guess, still yeah. have pacifiers in your pocket. I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Because you never know. Never know. You never know. Because some right. of the older kids have kind of become infantile. No, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and roll into the next clip. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've been with him when he's made very tough decisions where he will have a room of 20 people saying, you can't do that. The polling shows that, you know, you've got to just leave that promise behind. And he might have two people saying, no, you know, stick with what you promise, stick with what you promise the people who put you there. And I've watched him in real time say without hesitation, entertain what the other folks are saying, but in real time say, no, I'm siding with the people who put me in office. I made a promise and there's no going back on that. And I think you can just see that with any number of his policies that any other Republican would have gotten to Washington not gone out, gotten out of the Iran deal, not gotten out of the Paris Climate Accord, um, not done the travel pause from terror hotbed countries, not done any of those things, though they promised it. Not with this president. He promised it. He goes. He does it. And I've seen it in real time, um, him going against the grain and saying, I'm going to stay loyal to the people who put me here. Yeah. Yep. Promises made, promises kept. Yep. You know, that was that was what he ran on all the time. Was like, another promise kept. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, how we need to behave as people. There was somebody that said a promise isn't something you make to somebody else. It's something that you make to yourself and then you keep your word. You know, it's funny because we've heard uh, of the the opposite, right? We've heard of behind closed doors, you know, Trump is a raging lunatic, Mm -hmm. you know, bull in a china shop, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, And, you know, of course, you know, when he's out in public, he's, you know, completely different person. And, um, and it's funny because Kaylee, you know, of course, you know, says the opposite. She says he's the exact same person on and off the stage before in front of, or behind a camera. And, um, the, uh, the funny thing is, and what's interesting is that I've heard that, uh, uh, the, the, the Trump white house would actually put out purposeful disinformation to kind of get the media into, um, a spin. Mm. And so like one of my favorite ones was, um, how uh, the media asked him what what's what's oh, the official yeah, yeah. what's what, what's the official uh, um, what, the official statement on President Trump's tan? Mm-hmm. This is a question. This was the question. This from is the media. this is what inquiry minds want to know. And the official statement from the White House was was good genes. <laughs> And, and and the media just went nuts. They were just like, oh, he's lying, he's lying. And it was just like, you know that he's just sitting there just laughing at these people. Right. And the funny thing is, so he'll do stuff like that, I think, because he's, you know, he was a media magnate. You know what I mean? Like the guy was, you know, well, had his own TV show. Like, get serious, He knows people. all this stuff. He, he knows their game, right? Mm-hmm. But what was interesting is that you on know the what? opposite oh, side, wait. hold on a second, let me make this point. Okay, you make opposite, the point. On the opposite side was that the other presidents... Mm-hmm would be all polish and you oh, would hear yeah. the opposite. You know what I mean? You would hear, you would hear the same story, but you're thinking, I'm thinking like going now, actually they were probably the ones that were pitching fits behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we've even and, heard of that. You know, and you know, we we've yeah. heard of Hillary going on yep. uh, to churches and then yep. dropping f bombs yep. and talking about how she hates God and all this stuff, yeah, and, and then, then she'd smile the and do this whole thing. All yeah, this stuff, you know. But what I was gonna say is, wouldn't it be awesome if President Trump came out with his own line of like sunless tanning lotions? <laughs> yes, yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. Spray on. Yeah. Hey, call it call it Orange Man. No Orange Man. There you go. You can have different levels go. of orange. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Orange Man. Orange Man. By Trump. Yes. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I get some kind of IP, right? For there that? you go. That'd Is be that? great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, can we share? Because you know, I came up with the name. I suppose. I mean, I suppose we can share. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Speaking of money right. so, and our sponsor. Yes. All right. Because we got to keep the lights we on. Check out sparrowgold.com. Yes. And speaking of kids. We have Sparonomics for kids on Saturdays. Yes. Featuring so, our yes. daughter, Abigail, because yep. we want to make sure that we're, we're doing family yep. well. Yeah. And so, so Abigail asked Dr. Kirk Elliott some great questions. And he said, half of America doesn't even ask that question. Mm-hmm. That's an yeah, awesome question. Awesome. So you can check so, out her little Sparonomic kids on Saturdays, uh, on Saturdays with Dr. Kirk so. Elliott. And you can go to sparrowgold.com and ask him questions yourself. Yes, because he's there for you. It's really awesome. So mm-hmm. um, anyway... But uh, so this was fun. This was a this really was fun good. one. I, 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 yeah, it's, it was some great clips, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did recording it. Yeah. And uh, I guess you, you feel validated now. We're I, no longer insecure anymore. We're, we're, we're no longer insecure. No more. No, no more insecure. Yeah. yeah. Fragility. So, but uh, anyway, uh, until then, uh, we're gonna go and crawl around on the floor and see if we can find some more clips for you. So okay. see you later. God bless.